What's going on? Welcome to a bonus episode of the Fantasy Football Fellas podcast this week. We were not expecting this. It's Lucas and Tyler hanging out with you. We we were not expecting this. Um, as you as you heard in our our, our previous episode, uh, we've if you if you've listened to that, we've been having issues with our uh, recording provider in the past. We were looking to move on, and so we we stumbled onto a new option potentially. And we thought, what better way to test it out than to provide a bonus episode? Uh, and do a little do a little super flex mock draft today. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. But uh, we thought we'd give you all a little bonus episode while we're while we're testing out uh, testing out a potential new option for us to bring you quality fantasy content on. Tyler, it's a Saturday podcast. It feels like forever since I've done a Saturday podcast. It probably starts at Saturday. It was the last podcast I would have done on a Saturday. But how are you doing on this fine Saturday? <laughs> Hey, I'm do I'm doing great. I'm uh, you know, I'm a happy camper right now with, with a new uh recording platform studio with I I I'm a music junkie and Luke Holmes just released his new album. And oh, it is, brother. It is a very great listen. Highly recommend it. Um no, and yesterday I had a wedding. Congratulations to Logan and Jess. I don't know if you're listening, okay. but anyway, congratulations. Right. Um yeah, I'm a, like I said, I'm a happy camper. I'm ready to get going on a nice little surprise mock draft episode. I this is such a joy because I feel like we plan out our episodes, we pre-plan our content, and this is one that just kind of popped up. And we're like, you know what? Let's have some fun with this one. Let's do something we don't typically do. I mean, we do mock draft episodes, right? But this is one where uh, we're excited to bring you. Uh, a super flex mock draft. Typically, we do just like a 12-man, one-quarterback PPR kind of a mock draft. Uh, this is we're, – we're going to mix it up. This is a super flex mock draft. 10-man super flex mock draft, 12 rounds, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, one normal flex, a super flex, uh, which if you don't know what a super flex is, it's the same thing as a flex position. Uh, but a quarterback can also be played in that spot. And then lastly, we'll have four bench players just to fill out our rosters a little bit more. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, yeah, go ahead on over to our YouTube if you don't already fancy football fellows over there. We are going to have uh, – you can watch the draft live as it unfolds, as it happens. Uh, that is a great feature that we now have with uh, potential new provider who you'll you'll see who it's powered by. I feel like I just can't shout them out yet because we haven't made the official transition, but also you're going to see who is powered by for, for this test episode. If you head on over to our YouTube. So if you want to see how the, how the draft unfolds as we do it live uh, and on over to our YouTube, you can see what picks Tyler and I are making for this super flex mock draft in real time. I don't think there's much more I need to preface. We're not even going to do anything other than this mock draft. No news, no mailbag, no nothing. Let's just get on with a live mock draft. I have the 102. Tyler has the 108. Uh, and I, do you have anything else you want to add before the start of this? You know what? I, I, uh, I'm going to try something try where it. I'm going to draft from my handy dandy mobile device. There it is. But yep. You can see the entire see. board now if you're over on YouTube. You can, see, you can see the entire board because of a screen share. And if I can draft from my phone, we are slowly transitioning to high budget 
I should say high budget, high quality production. <laughs> high quality, high quality, balling on a budget production, right? Balling yes, on a sir. budget production. That's what it's going to be. Before we were just budget recording. Now we're balling on a budget. That's what this feels like. <laughs> Low budget specifically. Low budget specifically. Uh, look, we're four minutes into this. Enough of us jibber jabbering. Let's get into this mock draft. Let's start. It. Team one, Josh Allen, number one overall. Um, so I'm on the clock here, the 102. I could go Jonathan Taylor. Um, I don't think I'm going to, though. I think I am going to take a quarterback here. Um, and really, there's only one guy I'm considering taking right now, and it's Justin Herbert. I could look at running back. Uh, and like I said, take Jonathan Taylor. I I would just rather not. I, I want a good quarterback early, especially if it's super flex. Those quarterbacks will disappear quickly in a super flex i don't want to have to wait till it comes all the way back to me uh at the 209 next round to try and get a high quality quarterback so i am going to take justin herbert at the 102 jonathan taylor lamar jackson kyler murray patrick mahomes joe burrow oh man what a run of quarterbacks ty what are you thinking here at the 108 i mean you got gobs of talent available here I know, and I he <laughs> so here's the that thing. was tough. That was tough, man. Just a six quarterbacks in the first seven picks. That's yeah. absurd. So I'm looking at the guys at the top of the board right now, like Cooper Cup, Austin Eckler, and Christian McCaffrey. All yep. those guys are really, really good for PPR, but this is not a PPR draft. I'm now realizing. Oh, do they not have it set it out like PPR? No, because we can assume it's Derek. (laughs) Okay, let's play it as if it is PPR. Okay, that that that's true. Yeah, because they have they have Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, we'll assume it's PPR. Okay, Uh, in that case, I'm just gonna grab a running back here because I'm gonna need one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bank on. Let's see, two teams taking one quarterback when there's four quarterbacks, three maybe, that uh, I could take at my next pick. So (laughs) we're going running back, and I'm taking Christian McCaffrey. I love it. Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Cooper Cup, Dalvin Cook. Well, no quarterbacks taken. You could look at quarterback here, but, man, there is. There is one (laughs) Uh, player. There's one player I'm staring at. Oh, I'd be so tempted if I were you. I I got to. He's. uh, (laughs) I think you have to. He's everyone's guy this year, it feels like, but starting because to I mean, if you can you can tell from the background, there is <laughs> Justin Jefferson, and uh yeah. he's he is my guy this year. I I stacking McCaffrey and Jefferson could be the most lethal thing in fantasy football this year. Just saying. Just and saying. even at a super flex, right? Like I I don't think I could pass those two up. Especially when you could stack a guy like Kirk with Justin Jefferson. I'm not going to spoil don't your plan. I probably plan. just did. <laughs> but also, like, that's my thought. That's my thought with that pick. Is I'm I'm punting on quarterback at that point. I'm taking two two guys who are hovering around 12 and 13, and that's probably going to be like a Kirk and a Derek Carr, a Trey Lance, or someone like that. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be just fine. Uh, Derek Henry, Dak Prescott, Travis Kelsey, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase. I'm back on the clock. How about this? I'm going to try a super interesting strategy here. I've never done this before. I've never done this before. I'm going to Are take you going another back to back quarter. Oh, I'm going back to back quarterbacks. I am going back to back quarterbacks mostly because I know 
it's only two picks until I'm back on the clock. Um, well, you know, uh, you know what? In that case, I lied. I, I'm not going to take a quarterback here. I will in the third round, though. Uh, I'm going to take my highest ranked running back right now, uh, who's still on the board, uh, and that is DeAndre Swift. Um, we will be pushing a pro DeAndre Swift agenda this entire freaking A. Oh, my God. I knew it. Oh, I took DeAndre Swift in hopes of Jalen Hurts coming back to me. <laughs> and the next two picks were Jalen Hurts and Devontae Adams. Oh, I am so upset. <laughs> what I are am the so chances? Upset. <laughs> I'm so upset. I don't think you understand. DeAndre that... Swift, look, we're pushing a pro Swift agenda this entire offseason. Uh, get on board if you're not already. We think he has overall running back one upside. Um, there's tons of TikToks about it. So um, we're not the only account pushing that agenda. So we're, we're all in on DeAndre Swift. He's my highest rated running back that was on the board. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is going to be my pick here at 302. Um, but I am still going to stick with the strategy that I named earlier. I am going to take another quarterback here. And again, it's just my next highest ranked quarterback. I'm going to take Russell Wilson. Um, I think Russ seriously could be, he has top five upside this year. Um, he's never finished lower than quarterback 11 in a full season. He goes to a great situation in Denver. Um, Aaron Rodgers has thrived in Nathaniel Hackett's offense in the past. Russell Wilson, I think he can return to that top 10 status this year. And I just snagged two top 10 guys in the first three rounds. Now I'm set for the rest of the draft. I am focusing on running backs and wide receivers the rest of the draft. Matt Stafford, Mark Andrews, Alvin Kamara, Stefan Diggs, Tom Brady. Wow, a lot of quarterbacks there. Tyler, you're back on the clock. But again, with taking Christian McCaffrey and Justin Jefferson, you could kind of afford to punt on quarterback. You could kick that can down the road at least a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for another skill player. I mean, there are already two, three, four, four teams already with two quarterbacks, but the two teams after me don't have a quarterback. Yep. And the only quarterback I would feel comfortable taking right now is honestly Kirk. Like, I don't feel great about Aaron Rodgers right here. I don't feel great about Derek Carr right here. So I'm going to wait on quarterback for at least another round. Yep. So now that comes, now it comes down to wide receiver and running backs. And just because of positional value, I'm just going to grab the running back that's left on the board or that's still on the board, I should say that I have as a top 10 running back in PPR this year. And that's Mr. Aaron Jones. Yep. Love that pick. Love that pick. Aaron Rodgers, Kyle Pitts, Debo, Derek Carr, Tyler, you're back. Christian McCaffrey, JJ, Aaron Jones. Not a bad start. And the super flex, you do want that quarterback. I, I'm going to kind of reach on a quarterback here because I really don't think there are three teams that need another quarterback and I still need a starting quarterback. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going, people are going to say it's a reach. I don't really think it's a reach just with how my team is set up at the moment. I'm going to go get Kirk and yep. get the JJ Kirk stack. That's going to be a lethal stack this year, especially in super flex leagues. I think that's a perfectly fine strategy in one quarterback leagues. Obviously you might feel like you're reaching for Kirk a little bit, but in super flex leagues, if you can stack those two, I think that is absolutely, absolutely lethal. Uh, then off the board went Javante Williams, Nick Chubb, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill. I am back on the clock. Oh, man. There are so many good names on the board right now. Um, there are so many good names. Oh, this is tough. Um, I think I'm going to beef up on running back right now. 
Uh, I have something cooking in the back of my brain here, and I'm going to beef up on running back. Uh, I am going to take Leonard Fournette here. Uh, He's my next highest ranked running back. Well, Saquon Barkley is technically my next highest ranked running back. Uh, I'm going to take the safety Fournette gives me with Chris Godwin missing the first part of the season. No more Gronkowski officially retired now. Uh, I'm going to trust that receiving volume that Brady got him last year. Uh, I'm going to take Leonard Fournette to pair with DeAndre Swift. Saquon Barkley, George Kittle on the turn. This worked out perfectly for me. Uh, Tyler, you went with a stack last round. I am going to go with another stack here as well. Um, he's not my not my next highest ranked wide receiver on the board, but actually, you know what? Wow, as I'm scrolling down a ways. Actually, I lied. I am going to. I'm not going to make the pick I initially thought I was going to. Uh, I'm going to take a tight end here. I want the positional advantage. I'm going to go Darren Waller. Hmm. Um, I look. I think I can wait on wide receiver for a few more rounds. There's a lot of running backs and quarterbacks still going off the board here. I'll take the positional advantage where I can get it. Uh, and I'll kind of play the, the the chicken game with wide receiver, uh, trusting there's a lot of depth at the position. So after Darren Waller, Trey Lance, James Conner, Brees Hall, Mike Evans, Antonio Gibson, Tyler, you're on the clock again. Yeah, I'm going wide receiver here. Um, and I will spoil my next pick too. It'll be another wide receiver, but I'm, I'm low-key scared that the guy that I want in the next round won't be there. So I got to play this smart and I'm just going to take the wide receiver that I've got ranked to the highest that's left on the board. And that's Keenan Allen. Yeah, He was wide. He, he was a top 10 wide receiver last year, even though he didn't have the touchdown produ- uh, production that people were kind of expecting, but he's a, he's a pure volume guy. And so I'm just going to take Keenan Allen there. hundred percent. And he was the guy who I was considering taking at uh, the five Oh two there. Uh, but ultimately I think you'll see in my next couple of picks here why I chose to wait. Uh, so Josh Jacobs, Deshaun Watson, hey, Tua Tagovailoa, Cam Akers, Tyler back on the clock. And you said another wide receiver here. Spoil, and I'm just going to get right to the point. Yes, there's T. Higgins, D.K. Metcalf, Deontay Johnson still on the board. I'm going to go grab the wide receiver one in Indy. I'm going to go Michael Pittman because he, he's pushing a big pity city agenda this year. I have Michael Pittman as my wide receiver 13 this year, but you will see why I took Pittman there with my next pick. Fair enough. Fair enough. David Montgomery, Ezekiel Elliott, Travis Etienne, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf. Honestly, my decision was not made for me and I'm kind of upset about it. <laughs> um, I'm scrolling down the board a little ways. I'm really debating what I want to do here. Um, You're going to pass up on a wide receiver one in your rankings? No, I, I think that's who I am going to take here first. I am going to take T. Higgins here. Um, I, I love T. Higgins this year. I think he has top 12 upside. Uh, well, I have him ranked as my wide receiver 11 this year. Uh, so to have him in a 10-man as my wide receiver one after going double quarterback, double running back, and tight end, I think this is a dream scenario to end up with T. Higgins. Jalen Waddle, Elijah Mitchell went next. Uh, I can't wait on this guy anymore. I'm going down to get him. Um, I'm not reaching down too far. I waited a whole round to get him, but uh, you went with the stack early, Tyler. I'm going with the stack here as well. I'm going with the guy who I have ranked currently as a top 10 wide receiver. I'm a little bit scared by that. Uh, but I, I I mean, he finished as the wide receiver 13 last season. Uh, I Look, I'm putting all my faith in Mike Williams this year as my wide receiver too. So I have the stack with Justin Herbert at Mike Williams. I debated the Keenan Allen stack, but again, 
I thought I could beef up my team a little bit more uh, by not taking Keenan Allen with the 502, waiting till the 702 to get Mike Williams uh, and completing the stack that way. Um, so that, that was my thought process there, and I'm really happy with how that ended up, actually. Deontay Johnson, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, J.K. Dobbins, T.J. Hawkinson, Tyler, you're back on the clock. Did somebody say double stack? Oh, no. Who's he going with? Oh, he reached on Matt Ryan. I reached on Matt Ryan because I have Michael Pittman. I now have a double stack on my team with Kirk and JJ and Pittman and Matty Ice. I can't say I hate it. I'm not not huge on Matty Ice this year, but I understand why you do it with the stack. I totally understand why you do it with the stack. I mean, out of the remaining quarterbacks, and I still needed a quarterback to play the super flex for me. The only right. one I would have considered over him is Ryan Tannehill. And I just because I have Pittman, I just give the edge to Matty Ice. Yeah, it is. Totally reach. It is reach. But now I'm back on the clock after Dalton Schultz, DJ Moore, Kenneth Walker and Cortland Sutton went off the board. And I'm low. Team nine has tech. it out for him. Team nine yeah. has it out for him. Reaching down a little bit to get my guy. I'm, I'm upset yeah. with him. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. Um, I I'm set on wide receiver for a little bit, um, but I've still got two running backs, and there's a running back that's on the board right now. Um, I I'm getting kind of a two for one. I'm getting a guy who's going to have some great touchdown production this year, but he's also going to be acting as a handcuff because of someone else I have on my team. I'm going to grab AJ Dillon as my RB three. Yeah, I like that. I I was kind of hoping he'd make it back to me at um at the end of the at the end of the eighth round here, but um, no, I like that pick a lot. I like that pick a lot. Amari Cooper, Marquise Brown, Chris Godwin, Traylon Burks, Dallas Goddard, back to me. Uh, and I think what I want to do is I think I want to. Comp- I'm just looking at some of these other names on the board. Oh, you know what? I can't do that though. I I wanted to complete the double stack with uh, Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy. I, I don't I don't know if I trust Judy enough to get me enough points to make it worthwhile passing up on this wide receiver. I mean, and I'm just looking at some of the running backs. Like, I only have DeAndre Swift and Leonard Fournette. I need some depth at running back, but there's a guy on the board who I'm going to wait to take because I have so much confidence in him. Um, I'm going to take my next highest ranked wide receiver. It's not Jerry Judy. I'm it's tempting with Russell Wilson, but I really was banking on Cortland Sutton making his way back to me here. And he didn't. I'm going to take Brandon cooks, six, 1000 yard seasons, six top 20 finishes and his seven years in the league. I don't know what else you want me to tell you. Like, I don't know what else is going to like make me sell you on this guy. And the fact he's my wide receiver three, right? He's, he's so consistent and he's my wide receiver three where Mike Williams has some of that inconsistency in him. Okay. Like I am not going to pretend that Mike Williams is this like steady 16 fantasy points per game wide receiver. He's just not, but Brandon cooks is a 14 points per game wide receiver. Right. And I'm getting that all the way in what the, the end of the eighth round happily, happily will make him my wide receiver three. My next pick is pretty easy. I need depth at running back. I'm taking the guy who has PPR upside. I am taking the guy who continuously is drafted outside of the top 25 running backs. I don't understand why yet. He finds himself top 20 every single season that he plays and even top 12. He's running back 11 in 2020 on pace to finish there again. 
than the last season, uh, this past season, excuse me, before his injury, Kareem Hunt, no question, is my running back three there. I love him as a depth piece. My running back three with top 20 upside in the ninth round. Like I am, I am getting value all over the place in this draft, and I am absolutely thrilled. Clyde Edwards, Elaire, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Miles Sanders, Allen Robinson, Drake London, Tyler. Back on the clock. What are you thinking here, position wise? Don't have a tight end yet. We only got four rounds left. So I was thinking tight end here, but then I looked at Team Nine and Team Ten, and they've already got Don Schultz and Kyle Pitts. So. Sleeper bot has been weird in the past and they've taken tight ends when they've already gotten tight end ones, yep. but I'm going to wait because technically those teams shouldn't take a tight end. So I'm going to go receiver and I've got a pretty big decision to make because I like Darnell Mooney. Yep. I like Juju. I like Rashad Bateman and I like Gabe Davis. Yeah. But I'm going to go with the guy that I've got ranked the highest out of those guys. And I know people are not going to agree with this. I'm going go. I'm going Gabe Davis. Oh, Gabe Davis. Like, I, I think that people are overreacting. I think too many people have their best ball hats on right now. And Gabe Davis is going too high in best ball formats. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, he's going as a top 25 wide receiver in best ball. That's, I think that's too high for Gabe Davis, but uh, he's going, you know, mid late thirties or somewhere between 30 and 40 in redraft leagues. I believe it's wide receiver 34 is his average ADP in redraft. I'm okay with that. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that for Gabe Davis. Um, I don't, I don't hate that pick whatsoever. So I, I, I like that. I like that Gabe Davis pick Deandre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Darnell Mooney, Rashad Bateman, Tyler back to you. Yeah. So real quick, the thing about Gabe Davis, he's got, such a high ceiling that I'm willing to take the risk on him just because I have Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman and Justin Jefferson. Like those are safe floor wide receivers. I can take a ceiling guy like Gabe Davis. hundred percent. In my theory that I had in the previous pick about tight end worked out beautifully here. And I'm going (laughs) to get honestly the, if it's not Cole Komet, that's the biggest sleeping or sleeper tight end. It's Mr. Zach Ertz. Yes. He's he's literally wide receiver one in this Arizona offense until DeAndre Hopkins gets back. He just is. Yeah, uh, I, I would argue Marquise Brown may may have something to say about that. But I mean, <laughs> even with even with Christian Kirk as the wide receiver one, Christian Kirk is no slouch. Okay, I know we all want to make fun of how much he got paid, but he's no slouch. All right, um, even with even even with him, Ertz was a top top six tight end for sure. I can't say top five. I don't recall, but. Um, he was top six for sure um, last season with DeAndre Hopkins out. So I like that pick a lot. I like that pick a lot. Juju Smith-Schuster, Devonta Smith, Tony Pollard, Adam Thielen, Cordell Patterson. That actually kind of sucks. I was hoping one of those uh, Adam and Adam Thielen or Juju would fall to me because now I'm looking at wide receivers. I'm not thrilled with a ton of them. Um, that's false. There is one guy that I'm eyeing that I do really like this year, but I know I can wait on him. Um, I'm going to beef up at running back instead. Um, look, sleeper board has got this all twisted here. I don't know how you can have Devin Singletary, James Cook, and Rashad Penny ahead of the guy I'm going to take. Because if, if this is PPR, he has PPR upside. He's in uh, a, a new system now run by a head coach 
that designed masterful run schemes last season. I'm taking Chase Edmonds here as my running back four. I, I'm getting a ton of guys that I find a ton of value in this year. Um, and if they don't pan out, I have enough consistency in my earlier picks that if Chase Edmonds doesn't pan out, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll go get someone off of you know the waiver wire because there will be a couple of breakout running backs. I'll go take my shot on them. But no, without a doubt, I, I love Chase Edmonds this year. Dawson Knox, Elijah Moore. I'm back on the clock. I am going to take my next highest ranked wide receiver here, uh, get some more depth. And again, this is just a guy I am drafting in literally every single draft um, that I am in because he is such a value and he's just going to disgusting volume his way to being a flex option most weeks. Um, And again, the guy everybody wants to make fun of for getting paid $18 million a season is the wide receiver one in a West Coast RPO style offense that favors slot wide receivers. I'm sorry, they are not going to put LaVisca Chenault uh, in the slot over Christian Kirk when they just paid that man that kind of money. It's just not going to happen. Christian Kirk is my pick there. I love my wide receivers. Uh, I, I literally, this is, I, this is a masterful team. These are all of my favorite guys that I love this year that I have high hopes for. This this draft is going great for me. Hunter Renfro, Pat Fryermuth, Garrett Wilson, Devin Singletary, Tyler Lockett, Tyler back to you now to wrap out the 11th round. Yeah, I'm going to grab one last running back and I'm just going to take a shot on a guy that honestly should be the RB1 for this team this year. We'll see how it ends up at the end of the year, but right at the beginning of the season, Rashad Penny should be the starting running back for the Seahawks, as was yep. alluded to in our last episode, I think. Um, yes, yep. So I'm grabbing an RB1 for a team in the 11th round. I find that to be quite the uh, quite a good pick. That's a, that's a great value on Rashad Penny in a super flex. That's great value for Rashad Penny in super flex. I I 100% agree with that. Brandon IU, Chris Alave, Ramondre Stevenson, Mike Gusecki. Tyler, your last pick in our super flex mock draft is? A wide receiver. Okay. That will outperform his ADP because he's currently injured and he may miss two to four games beginning of the season (laughs) due to his injury. Yep. But when he comes back, this this what does Stephen a say this brother this brother <laughs> is going to cause some trouble to defenses i'm going michael gallup wait yeah. i i'm giving him time to return and when he returns he's going to be a stud 100% agree 100% agree he's now the wide receiver two in dallas we saw what he could do as the wide receiver two with amari cooper back in 2019 uh, as soon as Michael Gallup gets back full steam, watch out. I think he could put up top 25, certainly top 30 numbers uh, in fantasy. So I love that pick. Melvin Gordon, Albert Aquagabom. Quag- yes, I think nice. I nailed James Cook. Nailed it. I think I nailed that. Nice. Yeah. I, 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 oh, man. I, I'm proud of myself, man. I, I can, can we get like some rounds of applause? If you're listening to this right now, just clap it up a little bit. I'm, I'm proud of that, man. How many, how many times uh, did you listen to Andy Holloway and try to say it? Uh, too many, and to the point where I've seen too many outrageous takes on on Twitter about him from PFF saying he's a top 10 dynasty tight end. I nearly oh, lost my no. mind over it. So, yeah, oh, I, I lost my mind where I just ended up learning the name because I've, saw, I've, I've seen too much propaganda around a guy who's probably not going to last more than a season with 
with uh, Dulcich in town now. So, uh, mm-hmm. James Cook, Michael Carter, Robert Woods. Did you have something else you're going to say? Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I totally forgot about Dulcich, but for Dynasty, like, yeah, Albert yeah. O is not the guy. Is not a, it most definitely not top 10. <laughs> he ain't it. He ain't it. He ain't um, it. So we're back. Uh, Michael Carter, Robert Woods, then before my pick. And I think I'm just going to take BPA here at this point. I have all the depth I want. I'm going to take the guy who I have highest rank next. Well, technically, if I'm going BPA, best player available, I would technically take take, uh, Chase Claypool right now, top three wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, But this is fantasy best player available, and I don't believe in Chase Claypool as a top three. I'm I'm stretching that bit out way too long. Uh, I'm taking Russell Gage. but Tom Brady wanted him in town. Uh, Chris Godwin's going to be out likely probably, my guess would be the first four weeks. I haven't projected to miss the first four weeks. Um, Russell Gage is going to step up, play a big role. Tom Brady can support three fantasy relevant wide receivers. Uh, I'm not afraid of that whatsoever. So I like Russell Gage there in the 12th round. Chase Claypool to close out the draft because he's a top three NFL wide receiver. Um, let's quick, uh, let's quick uh, recap our teams here. Uh, Tyler, if you want to go through cruise through your team first, I'll cruise through mine second. Uh, yes, look at you. Look at, look at you highlighting the teams. Oh, what a guy! I'm here on YouTube right now. Tyler with the masterful, masterful work here. Um, nailed it whole, like A. plus. You deserve a raise. We don't have anything to give you, but <laughs> low budget production. You know here, just, just a pat on the back is all that I need. It's for, give you it's a for land the shark. team. Well, you actually, you still have land shark from when I, was I, I still got a couple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, go ahead. Christian so, yeah, my uh, my first pick was Christian McCaffrey. I uh, followed it up with Justin Jefferson, Aaron Jones, and Kirk Cousins to be my QB1 in completing the J.J. Kirk stack. Uh, then grabbed Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman. And then following that, I grabbed Matt Ryan to complete the double stack with Michael Pittman and Matt Ryan. Then followed it up with A.J. Dillon. Uh, Gabe Davis after Zach Ertz, Rashad Penny, and Michael Gallup to complete the best team of this draft. I would disagree, mostly because I, I just I love I love every single single player I drafted. Like again, if I could have a super flex draft go any way, it would be this way. I mean, <laughs> actually, I that's mean, false. The only team. change, the only change I would have is if Cortland Sutton made it all the way back to me instead of Brandon Cooks. That'd be the only change I'd make to this team. But honestly, like. With how, because you, you see the ceiling with Higgins and Mike Williams, getting yep. Cooks is somewhat of an insurance policy yes. a little bit because he's got such a high floor. Like that's, I would much rather have that than Cortland Sutton, honestly. Right. I, I don't think I could have gone wrong with either of those two. I think I would have shot for the moon with the double stack, but right, right. To have Brandon Cooks my consolation prize, let me tell you, I was not upset with one bit whatsoever. Uh, so I went 102. I went Justin Herbert, DeAndre Swift in the second, Russell Wilson, Leonard Fournette, Darren Waller, T. Higgins, Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks in the eighth round, tail end of the eighth round. I can't believe people are still disrespecting this man. Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk, Russell Gage. I'm thrilled with that team. If I could walk out of every single draft with that team this year, I would feel so good. Uh, with where I'm at. Um, I think I'm starting to realize normally like the 101 or 102 feels like a curse because it's like, crap, I have to make a big decision on who I think was some of the best players in fantasy are going to be this year. 
I think the earlier rounds are cheat codes this year, not the earlier rounds. The earlier picks are cheat codes mm-hmm. this year. Um, I think there's a ton of talent dropping to the tail end of the second, early third round where even if you strike out on a Christian McCaffrey at the 102, I think you could recover decently well um, with whoever you pick up in the, you know, pretty much rounds two through five then. I think you can get some great value in those rounds. So, I mean, DeAndre Swift, Russell Wilson, Fournette, and Waller were my picks. I would never dream of getting that in any form of a, a redraft league. So I'm thrilled with my team. Tyler, I know you're thrilled with yours. Uh, you got, I know you got a lot of guys that you like this year. Um, mm-hmm. There are a couple picks I'm envious of. Yeah, get Aaron Jones in the third. That's a steal. Uh, Michael Pittman all the way in the sixth. That may end up being a steal. I love A.J. Dillon this year. Yeah, you got a lot of guys I think we're in on, and I know you collectively like as well. So, uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, look? We said we keep it short. We're just over thirty minutes here. Uh, anything you want to say to wrap up the podcast here? Tune into our next divisional breakdown next week. Cameron will be back next week. Uh, I believe we are doing uh, the AFC South next week. Oh boy, that's bad that I don't know our own schedule. Uh, we will have another one AFC of the, team. Yeah, it's it, one of the AFC divisions. That's all it's we know. One, it's one of the AFC divisions. Um, I was going to pull it up right now, but I, I would have to stall too long, I think. Um, yeah, I'm, I would stall too long. No, I wouldn't. I have what? it right here. You're stalling, you're stalling for I me. have it right here. Uh, that is false. We don't have another AFC team for you next week. Sorry. <laughs> it's the... Sorry about it. It is the NFC North next week. Uh, we actually <laughs> went out of order. What's funny is I, I, this is funny because on our schedule, we should have talked about the AFC East last week. And I said the AFC North. And so our, our we, we had to flip around our, uh, <laughs> we had to flip around our schedule, which is Oop. fine, which is fine. But, uh, <laughs> hope. <laughs> hope. So we got the NFC North next hope. week. That'll be fun, though. That'll be a lot of fun. A lot of controversial conversations going on in the NFC North right now um, in terms of fantasy value. So you have that to look forward to. Hey, you know what? I know it's a bonus episode, but go dry, go buy our draft guide. Go dry our ga- yeah. gaff guide. Go buy our draft guide. Google uh, <laughs> Go buy our draft guide. $5. Venmo. Cash app. PayPal. Fantasy football fellas on Venmo, FF fellas on Cash App and PayPal. $5 plus your email. You get projections on over 200 fantasy players this year. And it's 600 projections total because you get projections from myself, from Tyler, and from Cameron. It is $5. That is less than one cent a projection. <laughs> Just saying. I, it's a It's a steal. Go invest in the draft guide. We will help you win your leagues this year. You'll see static out projections on all players for 17 games um, for $5. That is it. Venmo Cash App, PayPal, include your email so we can get that draft guide to you. Close out with the socials, FF Fellas on Twitter, the FF Fellas on Instagram, Fantasy Football Fellas, Facebook, YouTube. If you want to see how the mock draft unfolded in real time, uh, you can head on over to our YouTube to see that. And the good old TikTok as well. We are nearing 67,000 followers on there. Uh, thanks for all your support over there. If you don't follow us there already, make sure you go do that. If you're coming from there, hey, we thank you greatly uh, for your support um, of the Fantasy Football Fellows podcast. We, uh, Because of your support, we will hopefully be out of balling on a budget production. 
um, <laughs> soon, we'll be able to bring you even more high quality content. So, um, yeah, any, uh, I know you included a couple of final thoughts already, but any, any, anything burning that you're like, Oh crap, I forgot to mention. Cam approves of both our teams. And I think that's what matters to both of us. <laughs> yeah. I saw that message cam approves. And, uh, if the third fellow approves, that means, uh, our, our teams are our fellow approved. So, uh, you know what, since Cameron even got a feature in this episode at the tail end here, we're three stooges being dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Fantasy football fellas. We'll see y'all next week for another divisional breakdown. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.